0: Chapter forty six of Hans of Iceland by Victor Hugo Translated by Abbe Langdon Alger. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Sonia. Chapter forty six. However, the corpse of Ponce de Leon, which had remained beside the fountain, having been disfigured by the sun, the Moors of Alpujares took possession of it and bore it to Granada. E. H. The Captive of Ochali. Before dawn of the day so many of whose events we have already traced at the very hour when ordner's sentence was pronounced at Munkholm, the new keeper of the chrontime's pledges benignus biagoris former assistant and present successor oglippiglob was abruptly aroused from his mattress by a violent series of raps which fairly shook the building he rose reluctantly took his copper lamp whose dim light dazzled his drowsy eyes and went swearing at the dampness of the dead house to open to those who waked him so early from his sleep. They were fishers from Sparbo, who carried upon a litter, strewed with weeds, rushes, and seaweed a corpse which they had found in the waters of the lake. They laid down their burden within the gloomy walls, and Oglipiglub gave them a receipt for it, so that they might claim their fee. Left alone in the spladgest, he began to undress the corpse, which was remarkable for its length and leanness. The first thing which caught his eye as he raised the cloth which covered it, was a vast periwig. Why, really, said he, this outlandish wig has passed through my hands before. It belonged to that young French dandy. And, he added, continuing his investigations, here are the high boots of poor Postilion Cremner, who was killed by his horses, and what the devil does this mean? The full black suit of Professor Singramtax that learned old fogey who drowned himself not long ago. Who can this newcomer be that comes here clad in the cast-off apparel of all my ancient acquaintance? He examined the face of the dead by the light of his lamp, but in vain. The features already decomposed had lost their original shape and color. He felt in the pockets and drew out some scraps of parchment soaked with water and stained with mud. He wiped them carefully on his leather apron and succeeded in deciphering on one of them these disconnected and tatty-faced phrases. Rudbeck, Saxon the Grammarian. Arngrimson, Bishop of Hollum. There are but two counties in Norway, Larvig and Jarlsberg, and but one barony. Silver mines exist only at Kongsberg. Lodestone and asbestos at Sundmore. Amethyst at Guldborgsund, chalcedony, agate, and jasper at the Faroe Islands. At nukahiva in time of famine, men eat their wives and children. thornwater Torfuson Islife, Bishop of Skalholt, first historian of Iceland. Mercury played at chess with the moon and won the seventy-second part of a day. Maltstrom whirlpool hirundo hirudo cicero chickpea glory the learned frode odin consulted the head of my the wise mahomet and his dove sertorius and his hind the more the soil the less gypsum it contains <laughs> i can scarcely believe my eyes he cried dropping the parchment it is the writing of my old master, Benignus Spiagodri. Then, examining the corpse afresh, he recognized the long lean hands, the scanty hair, and the whole build of the unfortunate man. They were not so much out of the way, after all, thought he, shaking his head, who charged him with sacrilege and necromancy. The devil carried him off to drown him in Lake Sparbo. What poor fools we mortals be! Who would have thought that Dr. Spiagudry after taking so many people to board in his hostelry of the dead, would come here at last from afar to be cared for himself. The little lab philosopher lifted the body to remove it to one of his six granite beds, when he found that something heavy was fastened about the unhappy Spiagori's neck by a leather cord. "'Probably the stone with which the devil pitched him into the lake,' he muttered. He was mistaken. It was a small iron box, upon which, on examining it closely, after wiping it carefully, he discovered a large, shield-shaped padlock. Of course there is some deviltry in this box, said he. The man was a sacrilegious sorcerer. I will hand it over to the bishop. It may contain an evil spirit. Then, taking it from the corpse, which he placed in the inner room, he hurried away to the bishop's palace, muttering a prayer as he went, as a charm against the dreadful box under his arm. End of chapter 46